This is an ABC podcast. Hey, Carl, when you were a kid, do you remember getting into arguments with the adults in your life? Um, only all the time. Some of the most frustrating arguments are between grown-ups and kids. I know, right? And there are so many reasons why we might get in a tiff. Like when you ask, can I have seven scoops of ice cream? Or why can't I sleep in the bath instead of my bed? That was a big one at my house. Or this one, and we've all had this one. Why can't I fly the plane, Daddy? The list is endless. And unfortunately, a lot of these arguments go badly, ending up with at least one person feeling hurt. But some lucky people seem to have mastered the skill of getting what they want using clever speaky words. So today, how to win an argument with your parents. Can it be done? And is there a way to argue that leaves everyone feeling better? Or will it always end with slammed doors and broken hearts? Listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Curly. Short and Curly! And today, for something special, we'll be examining exclusive footage of real life arguments. We followed one family for thousands of hours with our elite camera crew. Uh, Molly and me. Shh, Carl, shush, shush. Our elite camera crew, who recorded arguments happening in real time. And today, we're going to share them with you. Kind of like a podcast documentary. A podumentary, if you will. Yeah, I'm sure you will. And so, let's begin. How to win an argument with your parents. It is Wednesday evening at the Del Rey's family home. The smell of dinner wafts out the window. Sweet, sweet chicken and rice. Yum. Carl, we're doing a podumentary. Be professional. Uh, My bad, sorry. The Del Rey's family occupy this habitat. Dad, one of the pack leaders, is cleaning up after dinner. A cleaning up. A cleaning up. Cleaning, 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 cleaning. Yeah, cool song, Dad. Ten-year-old Cora sits at the kitchen table. She wants to add a furry new member to the pack, a miniature schnauzer. But Dad is not convinced. They've had several disagreements so far, and now our young cub is returning for another round. Cora approaches slowly, waiting for the perfect moment to pounce. Hey, Dad. Thanks again for dinner. It was so good. You are welcome. I'm so good. Okay. So, anyway, Dad, remember the other day when I was talking about how cute miniature schnauzers are? Uh Uh-huh. We got you that miniature schnauzer calendar, remember? I do, and it's awesome. But, do you think we could maybe get a real puppy? Please! A bold approach. Let's see what happens next. No way. We are not getting a dog. 
At this point, the two begin to fight. And before too long, it'll end with this classic sound. Before we hear what happens next, let's have a think about our own family arguments. Now's the time you can pause this documentary. Podumentary! Oh, I thought we'd finish that bit. But I love it! Fine. You can pause this podumentary to think or discuss. And our question is, remember a time when you've really wanted something and an adult has said no? What did you do to try to change their mind? Hit pause now. And now let's hear some of the tactics our brains trust from Lynham Primary School in Canberra use when they argue with their parents. My tactic is to probably just like not give up. Make them think it's their idea. Make them think, oh yeah, oh mom, that's a wonderful idea. Oh. If you really want to do something or you really want to go somewhere that you haven't done before, like if you wanted to go to the shops with your friends by yourself for the first time or get a phone or something, make a slideshow, graphs, pictures, images, works every time. So my brother argues, he'll argue with almost anything with my parents. He likes to bend words and find loopholes. Usually it ends up with dad yelling at him a bit, so not exactly that effective. Another sort of tactic is like negotiating with them, saying like, if I can go to the movies with my friend, I will do the dishwasher, I will feed the dogs. So this is just uh, another hot tip for arguing with your parents. If the argument looks like it's going nowhere, you look like you're gonna lose, all you gotta do, you say your story multiple times over, um, put your face in your hands and do a little fake cry. You might need to practice in the mirror a few times. I mean, it doesn't work for my parents anymore, but once or twice, they'll catch on eventually. <laughs> Slideshows, finding loopholes in the rules, even fake crying. Oh, so many good ideas, I couldn't even write them all down in time. Carl, I don't think you should necessarily use those. Anyway, time to return to Cora's argument with her father to see which strategies she used to try to win herself a miniature schnauzer. Oh, yes, back to the podumentary. But, Dad, I can take care of the dog. All my friends take care of their pets. Cora, I'm your dad, and as long as you live in this house, what I say goes. Oh, my. Dad's now re-scrubbing a perfectly clean pot. This isn't a good sign. He's rage-cleaning. You're the meanest dad in the world. I wish I had a nice dad. This is making me so mad. The answer is no, and that's final. It's so unfair. You never listen. The battle is lost. Our young cub slinks back to her room, throws herself face-first into her pillow, defeated. It's rare for a human cub to get the better of their parents in these kinds of arguments. Parents are taller, have louder voices, and get to decide the rules. But even so, this is a resounding and demoralising defeat. <sighs> so many hurt feelings. You hate to see it. Matt! Matt Beard! 
Wait, are you here because you heard someone having an argument? Yep. I can't get enough of them. He just loves the drama. Ah, uh, not true. It's just that we philosophers believe arguments are good. They can help us understand people and the world. But when we say we've gotten into an argument with a friend, that's usually a bad thing, right? Arguments are normal. We're always going to disagree about things because we're all different. If we didn't ever disagree, life would be pretty boring. But we need to become good at disagreeing. Otherwise, arguments turn into fights, where feelings get hurt, relationships get damaged, and people storm off into their rooms. Like in Cora's situation, she and her dad didn't seem to be very good at disagreeing. What could they have done better? So there are a bunch of traps that they fell into here that didn't do either of them any favours. First up, do you remember when Cora said this? But Dad, I can take care of the dog. All my friends take care of their pets. Right, so she's saying her friends have pets they look after, so why can't she? That seems pretty reasonable. So this approach is called making an argument based on popularity. Yeah, and as we all know, the most popular ideas are the best ones. Excellent strategy, Cora. Actually, just because a lot of people think something doesn't make it true. In the past, lots of people thought that the Earth was flat. And of course, we all know it's not. OK, so we shouldn't think something is true just because lots of people agree. That's right. But it wasn't just Cora who could have done a better job in this argument. Remember when her dad said this? Cora, I'm your dad. And as long as you live in this house, what I say goes. This is a perfect example of an argument based on authority. Cora's dad is using his authority to force her to do what he wants. He's not using good reasons or evidence. He's just bossing her around because he's the dad. Boss is going to boss, I suppose. <laughs> Sometimes. But that doesn't make it a good argument. Lots of people in authority can be wrong or have bad ideas. Just because you're a teacher or a parent or an adult doesn't mean you're always automatically right. Every adult listening to this podumentary just cried a little bit hearing that. Viva la revolution. Viva indeed. So what's happened here is in less than a minute, a lot of damage has already been done. But then things get even worse. Cora starts name-calling. You're the meanest dad in the world. I wish I had a nice dad. Ah, that poor schmuck. We call this kind of argument attacking the person. Instead of showing why her dad's reasoning is bad, Cora is saying that her dad himself is bad. OK, so name-calling, not a smart strategy for winning the argument and getting her schnauzer. Exactly. But not only that. When you start name-calling things can spiral out of control, leaving everyone feeling hurt or angry. Which is exactly how she didn't want this argument to go. That's right. And finally, emotions start taking over. Cora's dad starts to get really angry, and then he just tunes out. This is making me so mad. The answer is no, and that's final. Just because something makes us mad or sad or even rad, that doesn't tell us if the idea is good or bad. 
So how we feel isn't always a good guide to what we should think. Okay, so let's bring this all together. We just talked about four kinds of bad arguments. Attacking the person. Thinking something's true just because lots of other people do. Using your authority to tell people what they should think or do. And relying too much on our emotions. So, now let's pause for a thinking question. And our question is, can you think of times in your own life when you found yourself arguing in one of these different ways? Hit pause now. Now then, let's look at one final way an argument can go badly. We return to Cora and her dad as they prepare for a day at the beach. Cora is wearing her favourite new tie-dye swimsuit, which she's excited to show off to all her friends. Okay, Dad. I'm ready. Have you packed a towel? Yep. Have you got sunscreen on? Yep. Have you packed a rashi? Dad! A rashi is a shirt made of swimming material that protects the wearer from the sun. Unfortunately, in Cora's case, it will also cover up her new swimmers. Cora, it's hot out there. You need to be sun smart. Dad, it's four o'clock and I've got lots of sunscreen on and a hat. Please, if I wear my rashi, no one's going to be able to see my new swimmers. I know you want to show off your new togs, but you have to be safe from the sun. Pack your rashi. But I will be safe from the sun. I just explained. Stop arguing and start listening. You're the one who's not listening. No good times and tan lines for Cora. A simple day at the beach. How did it all go so wrong? Great job, team. This is a really good example of what can happen if you go into an argument already certain that you're right. Sometimes we believe we know everything the other person is going to say before they've even said it. So, focusing on Cora's dad, he seemed to be listening, but here's how the conversation looked from inside his brain. Cora, it's hot out there. You need to be sun smart. I know you want to show off your new togs, but you have to be safe from the sun. Pack your rashi. Whoa, in Dad's head, it sounded like Cora was talking underwater. It's not always easy to be a good listener. A lot of the time we nod along as if we're paying attention to the other person, but actually we're just waiting for our turn to talk, for our next chance to win the argument. But someone has to win the argument, right? Cora's either going to wear her rashi or not. Actually, when an argument is done well, everyone wins. You see, we sometimes think arguments are about proving that we are right and someone else is wrong, but that's not how philosophers think about arguments. I bet a lot of them do and just don't admit it. Wait, how can you have an argument without a winner or a loser? If you get your way, you win. If you don't, you lose. A plain and simple. Well, philosophers don't see arguments as being about getting your way. We see them as a chance to find out the best ideas, whoever they come from. 
So we listen carefully, we test each other's thoughts, and get rid of the ones that we think are no good. There's no losers when you argue like that. (laughs) Sounds like something a loser would say, am I right? Come on, think about it for a second. Like, if Cora's dad had listened to her, she'd still be safe from the sun, but she'd also be happy and getting along with him instead of cranky and upset. So let's go back to Cora's first argument with her dad about getting a dog, a cute little schnitzer, and hey... You listening might also be in the middle of a situation like this. You know, trying to convince the adults in your life to let you get a pet. Here's our Brains Trust with the tactics they would use to get themselves a fluffy or scaly friend. The key is to show them pictures. They can't say no when they've seen the pictures. And maybe name it before you buy it, just so they're like, oh yeah, the, like, so they kind of know that you're attached to the pet. The most important thing in really just getting anything that you want from your parents, but especially a pet, is to be prepared. Early this year, I really wanted to get my own cat. So my dad really doesn't like cats. I really, really had to convince my dad. He told me what he like really didn't like about them, and I like took that into consideration and like. I said that I would pay for it, I would like, I would take care of it. I got sort of set on guinea pigs because they're really easy and so I had to sort of convince them and I basically just kept begging them saying please, please, please. So they would put pictures of guinea pigs on my door but I had to take them off and I got two guinea pigs. They probably regret getting me it now because I don't really clean their cage. I think do all the research yourself, make yourself seem very responsible. If there's any problems, provide solutions. And also probably do just little things that you didn't usually do, which makes your parents think, oh, you're getting more responsible, maybe we should do it. I reckon that's an okay strategy. Lots of strategies to think about there. I'm going to suggest just one more. It comes from the philosopher Donald Davidson, and it's known as the principle of charity. It's the idea that we should assume the people we argue with are smart and have good reasons for their beliefs. And now, back to the Del Rey's den. Let's see what happened when Cora and her dad started to respect listen and understand each other more. Okay, Dad, what would I have to do to prove that I'm ready to have a pet? Huh, well, I hadn't thought about it that way. Well, look, what I'm most worried about is you're you're excited now, but down the road, the dog's going to need walking every day. And maybe one day, what happens on a day when you don't want to do it? And then maybe I'll have to do it, or your mum will have to do it. See what happened there? Cora asked her dad what he thinks. So now Cora's dad feels heard. There's a better chance now for a good conversation. But they still might disagree. They might, but at least they'll be able to understand why they disagree. And they'll be able to work together to figure out a solution. Cora might make a great argument about why she should get a dog. And her dad might still say no for reasons that she doesn't like. But because they're less angry and more curious about what each other think, hopefully they can understand why they think differently.
differently about this topic. And now we're going to leave you with one last thinking question. Actually, this time we're going to give you a thinking challenge. Over the next day or so, try to be on the lookout for times when people agree or disagree. Think about whether they're arguing well or badly and try to spot some of the reasons why you think that. And without further ado... Roll credits on our podumentary. Today's podumentary would not have been possible without our Brains Trust from Lynham Primary School in Canberra. That's Neve, Ashwin, Alice, Ava and Sammy. And we couldn't have done this podumentary without our actors. Yes, we're talking, of course, about Mia Wooten and Jonathan Webb. And stay tuned for our next, probably going to be award-winning, podumentary. How to fart in the recording studio and have nobody smell it. Well, that's convenient. We're in the podumentary recording studio right now. What is that smell? Next time on Short and Curly. Smell you later. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Now, before you go, we just want to point out that Carl and I are always on Team Kids. Yeah, like just now, where we helped you find the best way to win an argument with your parents. Or as Matt would say, have a positive and productive conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That guy. (sighs) But... We made another show about parents, which you should check out if you haven't already. Do your parents have a rule about what time you need to go to bed? And then stay up hours later than you do? Probably eating chocolate and lollies while you're asleep as well. Or do they say, get off the screens, kids, and then watch heaps of TV and stare at their phones way too much? Well, we made a show where we ask... Are Are your your parents parents hypocrites? hypocrites? Search it up. Through knowledge comes power.